0: Prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We are on the air from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, it's John and Ken On Demand. That is the
1: podcast, same show, and you can listen to whatever you missed. Yeah, money's coming. There's a chance here to win some money coming up in about 15 minutes. And a reminder that the Moist Line will be with us in two days. You can use that iHeartRadio app to connect to the Moist Line, the microphone icon, or dial up this toll-free number, one moist 86 one 664 7886 As promised, here with our two... We'll have another special El Segundo time story dealing with racism. Last hour, of course, it was about birds. Mm-hmm. This hour, it is your ring doorbell camera. That's right. Mm. See what the angle is
0: there. Security fascinating camera.
1: Look at racism.
0: Security cameras make you racist, like
1: like viewing birds make you racist. I did that. All right, uh, we continue, of course, to follow events in the Mideast. Israel against Hamas, the Gaza Strip. Our guest coming on now is Council General of Israel to the Pacific Southwest. In fact, he was present at a Los Angeles City Council member news conference yesterday to show support for Israel in the wake of these attacks uh, by Hamas. His name is Israel Bakar. Let's bring him on the show to talk about
2: this whole story.
1: Israel, welcome to the John and Ken show.
2: John and Ken, good afternoon.
0: Yeah, thank you for taking time because I'm I'm sure you're extraordinarily busy right now. it's it, There's going to be uh, a, an Israeli response that's already started, but it's really going to get intense in the next few days. You're well aware there are some people that may not be on your side or don't really understand the issue, don't really understand what Hamas is about. Talk about why what Israel is going to be doing in the near future is so necessary.
2: First of all, we the Israelis are trying to protect our home mm-hmm. villages, and neighbor and neighborhoods. Just imagine that somebody is coming to your home or to your um, neighborhood and start to to shoot people uh, in the morning, in their Sundays. It's kind of crazy. So then, first of all, to protect the citizen, our citizen, before anything else. So that's phase one. Phase number two. We're going. We're going now to dismantle the Hamas um, military operation and military capabilities in order not to have any more terrorist organization sitting one mile from our communities and shooting rockets all around here. And with the last weekend, also infiltrating into communities and murdering babies, mummies, brutally rape women, and then put them on fire, horrors they haven't seen since, since 1945, since the Nazi regime. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. It's basically, it's a protective measure. We're, we're moving into a war, but it's a war that we didn't want to. It's a war that we have to. We have to do it, and we have to win. And this time, I think, the world, and even the Israelis, understand there is nothing to do with Hamas. There's nobody to talk to. This is not about territory. This is about terrorism. That's what it's all about. So the government now is moving forward to topple the Hamas regime.
1: What do you see possibly in the future concerning Gaza and the West Bank in terms of all this and Hamas's presence? I mean, if it can be wiped out, you think there's a way of going forward on this?
2: Let me just uh, expand something on the basic. Um, The one that was the most the one that was the most that the Hamas regime is going to be toppled and neutralized militarily. It's the Palestinian Authority. It's a two different distinct location, if you know the map. Mm. So the Palestinian Authority originally controlled Gaza Strip. They had an election. Hamas took over by democratic election the territory of Gaza and then brutalized, murdered and kill the Palestinian authority that's what they did that was in 2007 and since they they rule in a very extreme autocratic way um, their own people they are basically also hostages to this regime that's what that's what's going on there so we are not thinking right now what's going to happen the day after because that's basically what was that was our mistake all the time to think what's going to be the day after Hamas is leaving the Gaza strip We understand now. But that's not the question the question is how you neutralize a terrorist organization that cannot be worse than this situation so that's what we're doing right now what's gonna what's gonna be after that let's see there is the Egyptian on the other side of the border there are we and there is the Palestinian authority we need to think with the international community and we move forward on it
0: that's not talked about very much this week that there was the other side of the border and Egypt had Egypt kept the Palestinians from coming into their country as well. Is that right?
2: I'll tell you more than that. Let's go to the story in a second. Very brief history. When we did the peace process with Egypt, back then, Anwar that the president of Egypt, was very shrewd and smart guy. He basically told us in the negotiation, I don't want Gaza. You take to deal with Gaza. I don't want to deal with them. And he basically pushed the Gaza problem into Israel. Israel made a mistake to sign the peace agreement with Egypt, while we also take the, the responsibility for the Gaza Strip. That was a mistake on our part, and we need to say it and be truthful about it. Egypt, the Egypt doesn't want to deal with the Gaza Strip, and basically we're the ones that stuck with it. That's the reality. So it's true that we have good relationship with Egypt right now after we signed the peace process, But it is a problem for them. It is a problem for us. Mostly we are the ones that pay the price. And hopefully, after this war is going to end, we're going to come to a better terms with the international community, with Egypt, with the Palestinian Authority, to see what we are doing with it.
1: As Council General of Israel to the Pacific Southwest, what is your role, especially, I mean, obviously here in the United States and getting the American people to understand the problem more specifically?
2: Well, let's remember that... um, the Jewish community here in in Los Angeles, it's, it's a vast Jewish community. There's more than half uh, a half million Jewish people who reside here, American citizens. And we have another 300,000 Israelis or 250,000 Israelis that live here in California. My responsibility is... First and foremost, right now, in these days, I'm not talking about the regular days, but these days right now, it's to mobilize supporters' outpouring of love with Israelis and Americans alike, to donate, to fly, to enlist to the Israeli IDF. We have a lot of logistics going on right now uh, with Americans, with Israelis. There's a lot of also said human stories. You know, I got a phone call from a woman from the, from the Jewish community yesterday just, uh, that she lost somebody from her family. In a phone call today, somebody needs to go for a funeral, to fly to Israel urgently for a funeral. So there's a lot of things going on on the human human side of having a war, unfortunately. So that's what we're dealing right now. Beyond the regular job, that we need to maintain the relationship with American officials and to make sure that things are uh, moving in the right direction.
0: Do you worry that Iran will uh, get more involved in this, especially after Israel is done dismantling Hamas? Is then, then we're you working have... on
2: this metal in Hamas right now. It didn't It didn't happen yet. We're working on it right now. But according to your question, let me let, let me put one one sentence which is important to say. Biden's words yesterday were amazing, were great, were supportive, and were encouraging for the Israeli public. He said unequivocally that he's deterring Iran from getting into uh, the strife uh, and this war, and he helped us to deter Iran to stay on the sideline and not to participate in this war. Hopefully, it's going to work. So far, it's working. The Americans are doing a great job on it, and we're also very thankful for it.
1: All right, we thank you for your time today. We appreciate you taking a moment to talk to us.
2: Thank you, John and, Jen, and Ken, and uh, keep the good fight.
1: Yeah, All Okay.
2: right. We'll talk with you again. Thank you very much for coming on. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. It's Israel Bakar. He's the Council General of Israel to the Pacific Southwest. And he was president at a news conference yesterday by Los Angeles City Council members to show solidarity with Israel in the wake of the attacks by Hamas. When we come back, you'll have a chance to win some money. Yeah, the cash contest continues on KFI. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club.